Hi guys, welcome to Don't Quit Your Daydream. I'm Shar. And I'm Shana. And we invite you to join us, two friends, as we discuss the highs and lows of writing. Come and take a seat and make your writing dreams come true. Hey daydreamers and welcome to another episode of Don't Quit Your Daydream. In today's episode we're going to be discussing what to do when people don't believe in your dream. The haters! It's a really interesting topic because yeah. I think we've, we've done a lot of talking about craft and we've done a bit about you know what we like yeah um, definitely but i think in some ways this kind of comes before all of it it really does yeah because before you can even get there for so many people it's the opinions and views of other people that yeah. actually even stop them from getting on this journey yeah and i think because as well sometimes you don't come across writers very often in mm. life um you don't have a little tribe and that's, that's quite true. it's yeah. quite scary in some ways that you can then be really affected by the opinions of people around you yes. so just to kick this off give me an example of maybe a way that someone's made you feel or mm. the way that or something someone said yeah that has made you feel a bit sad yeah. about <laughs> yeah like i'm trying to give away like yeah it maybe you've carried on well clearly you have yes yeah. but um <laughs> Comments that you feel, yeah, yeah. What what kind of comments or opinions do people have sometimes? Would you um, say? I remember when I was younger, I wanted to study English at university with mm-hmm. creative writing because I knew that I wanted to be a writer, obviously, and yep. I wanted to go to university anyway, so it kind of made sense to do that subject. Mm-hmm. But then I had someone <laughs> who said to me <laughs> a name, <laughs> a name person, Voldemort. Voldemort said to me that. Um, I needed to pick something that I could make money from, basically, mm. which is why I chose to do psychology. Mm. Lo and behold, I dropped out. <laughs> so that story I'm ends so really surprised quickly. By that. Funny how Gosh, that works. Funny how that works. <laughs> but now that I am studying, um, mm. actually, the degree I should have done in the beginning, mm-hmm. I've enjoyed it and I've got to the end. So funny how that works. But yeah. yeah, that's somebody who said that to me. But also, like, mostly, luckily, my family have been really supportive of my writing as of mine thank exactly God. Yeah. we're so we're so lucky for that we are and, and we know that not everyone has that exactly that, yeah sad. yeah and i don't know if they thought for definite that i would make it but i think mm-hmm. they don't see any harm in it mm-hmm. which is sad because some people their families will see a harm in it won't they yeah. they'll be like oh stop doing this you need to be doing something yeah. else you need to make money you need to get a real job and yeah i think i think one of the saddest things as well is that because of a lot to do with the world that we live in, maybe even the school system and the way that things yes. go, is that people equate success with money. Yes. And success is not always about money. No. Um, of course, if you want to make a living from something, of course you need money, yeah. but you don't have to be rich. But sometimes doing writing, maybe you're somebody that doesn't want to make money from writing, yeah. but it makes you happy, it make, makes you mentally stable. Yeah, yeah. For some people, I know that it's how they process trauma and grief and difficult moments in life. Yeah. So I think to take that away from somebody or belittle it when it is something really important, I think that's something that a lot of people grapple with is how do you deal with when, you know, people don't quite accept that it's important because yes. they don't see anything from it. And I, yeah. I have noticed over time, um, I mean, I've been very blessed that I have self-published in the past and I have made money from it. Yeah. And I can always tell the difference between when I was making money from my writing and people's opinions mm. to when I wasn't making money and the difference in, right. you know, especially when people like, so how much did you make? And the yeah, difference that's all in, they care about. Yeah, that's, that's, that is the most important thing for them. Whereas I'm just like, my gosh, I got to the end of a book. Yeah. For me, that was like, <laughs> the money was great, but it was the idea of being able to 
finished something and feeling really yes, proud of myself that I committed to this thing. I was dedicated and I showed up and I finished it. Um, but people sometimes do equate, especially when it comes to art and creativity, yeah. um, they just don't always see it seriously and yeah. I think that that is really sad and it can be really difficult especially when you go to school and you know depending on what your family and friends are like or just mm. people around you that make general comments they have a view of what you're supposed to do what is a societal norm yes. what kind of job you should have of course yeah I, I think it's just really sad like any part of life in reality yeah. that people think that there is um a rule book to how you're supposed yeah, one to one way it. to do things yeah, yeah. It, it's ridiculous when you really yeah. think about it but in that moment when we're tackled with it how do we deal with that because it is scary yeah i think the what we're talking about here really like in a nutshell is kind of paying attention to and having awareness of your belief systems. Absolutely. So if you innately believe that, yes, I can't make money from this or I will never be successful in this or this has no worth beyond money, then it is going to be a struggle for you to show up for your writing to do it. And it means that if you do hear a little comment, it can completely tear you down. But if you're somebody who has kind of like blinkers and you believe wholeheartedly that, oh, writing is good and fun or writing is, you know, worthy, it has a place in the universe no matter what, mm-hmm. it, like mon- monetary success that it gets, mm-hmm. then you're going to be more successful no matter what because you have a different idea of what success looks like. So I think that an action point would be for us all is to go away and ask what does success in writing look like for me That's so not for yeah. anybody else Perfect. but for me mm-hmm. and if you can get that and you know really paint a picture really visualize it and, and, and sit with it and keep reminding yourself of that then I think that that can start to chip away at any maybe bad beliefs that you have maybe mm. you were taught certain things as a child that you don't even realize mm. are affecting your mindset yeah. Um, that you can rewrite that narrative. Like, for me, I literally am okay with not making a lot of money. Mm -hmm. I know that I want to live quite a simple life, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, to be honest. Obviously, as long as I can put food on the table, I've got clothes on my back, I can go on holiday every Mm -hmm. now and then. It's it's the time, I think, that is... is, Because when I think about... Just to dip onto your point, yeah. when I think about being a full time writer, yeah. of course you want to be able to make a living because we just have to in this yes, world. Of course. Money makes you have to, yeah. yeah. But actually, what I crave and what I see as success is the time, the yes. freedom exactly to that, yeah. do what I love, mm-hmm. to not have to commit to this many hours to, yes, yeah. do you know what I mean, in order to make money, but to just be able to go to sleep and make money yeah. and to spend time Passive with family income. and friends yeah. and go on holidays and see the world and mm-hmm. travel. Those are the things that I want writing for. Yes, so exactly. I think it's really don't important. need a mansion. Absolutely, you really don't. And I used to <laughs> when I was younger. I used to think I want a mansion. Yeah. And actually, I think I would be quite scared in mansion. I'm yeah, like, definitely. I'm like, there are too many ro- rooms. Yes. And I'm a, a fantasy writer, so I'm like too many rooms. Wealth <laughs> around the corner. Vampire, <laughs> like, like that's yes. literally how my mom, like literally my friend was telling me how she got lost in a forest the other day. Oh my god! No. And she saw glowing eyes, and I was literally like, "Oh my gosh, it was a werewolf!" And she was like, "It was a donkey." And I was like, "Yeah, but it's a werewolf." <laughs> I was like, werewolf, and I was like, I literally would have ran through the forest, left yes. who I was with, and been like, "Werewolf!" Yes. Probably run into a tree and knock myself out, and then be found the next yeah. day. But this is the thing. So yeah, I, no, I don't want the mansion. I think, no. <laughs> and I, I think obviously if you get the massive, <laughs> yeah, that's, success, what, yeah. That, that's awesome. That's fine. It's but, amazing. It's about 
scaling it back to like mm-hmm. the most minimal version of Absolutely. success for you yeah and 100%. like getting a book out like traditionally or even um self publishing yeah and having even a few people it's reading amazing, it is pretty yeah. amazing like i've done that we've both done yeah. that we've had people tell us that they've enjoyed our book exactly gold that's that's amazing so we technically yeah. have already succeeded in one Absolutely. respect but obviously like we say we want to make a living from it and it, that if that living makes the same amount of money that i make at my job which yeah. i don't make a lot yeah. um then perfect i get to not yeah. do my job anymore <laughs> <laughs> And I think the interesting thing as well is I, you know me, I am a sucker for listening to um, author interviews. I love to hear the inspiration and the journey. And the majority of them are like, even if I wasn't making money, I would be writing anyway because it's what I've always done. So I think sometimes we have to flip it around and take away that pressure from ourselves and ask yourself, think to yourself, I loved writing when I wasn't thinking about making yeah. money from it and I did it. So what's the harm in just doing, doing it, it with the idea to make some money from it? Yes. Like nothing should change except for, oh, maybe when I finish this, I might yeah. try and do something with it. But if you were always going to write anyway, mm-hmm. just write. Yeah. And then what comes of it then just becomes a bonus because yeah. you would have done this thing anyway. And if you're somebody who you can't not write, it means that it is giving you something mm-hmm. successful, be it, that it clears your mind, it yes. gets it, it, it gets those thoughts out, or it helps you to understand the world, yes. or people, or you know what, you just want to be entertained. You just maybe yeah, you live true, in a, yeah. a place and the environment's not great, and that's the only time that you escape. Yes. I know I've got a student, and like her parents were going through a horrible divorce, mm. and writing was what got her through that. Oh, and yeah. I thought that was really amazing because I said to her, I don't even know if I can write through trauma, mm. like you know at the moment yes yeah. Could it, afterwards yeah but in the moment and i thought that's Very incredible powerful. she wrote two whole stories during wow. that time yeah and that for her was her escape so, I so think imagine that, if somebody yeah. had told her don't write writing's not oh, good what's the point yeah How that, would that girl wouldn't it? have had that to lean on and Absolutely. that's just sad for me that's really really sad yeah and i think as well it's really important to understand um with the naysayers and the haters, <laughs> gonna call them is that they are only giving you advice from their own perspective. Yeah. And I think that's so important to understand. Oh, she's giving me that perfect <laughs> Um But they are, they, and, and sometimes they don't even know they're being harmful. Yes. Because in their world, if you truly believe that you cannot do something and it's not possible, then you speak as if it's a fact. Yes. And, and we, were, we were talking about how annoying that is when yeah. people speak about some an opinion as if it's a fact. But the sad thing is that some people have come to really believe that their opinion is a fact. Yeah. So if they see that that's not possible for me, mm. they actually can't visualise. They don't yeah. have the mental creative capacity yeah. to imagine you being able to do it because they can't imagine themselves doing it so they don't think it's possible for you so sometimes those people that are saying that are actually projecting what they're feeling inside of you yeah they're not even trying to hurt you they're not even going out of their way to be nasty what they actually believe is that they're giving you good advice that's that's crazy they're helping you yeah they do they think that they're helping you um because they have no other direction to come from yes. and so in a way i think it's about flipping it on the head and thinking it's really a shame that you think that but mm-hmm. i'm still gonna do my thing yes. because actually for me this is what i want and what does it hurt in doing it mm-hmm. you know if somebody tells you that you can't 
and you truly deep down somewhere believe it, then what's to lose? If you yes. can't, just do it anyway. Yeah. Because, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do it and see, then prove yourself wrong or right. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think if you get anything people... from it, then it's worthwhile. 100%. Yeah. I think we give people too much power over 100%. the choices yeah. that we make and the things that we do. Yeah. And I do think, don't get me wrong, if you are a younger writer or you you're just surrounded in an environment where there are people that are the people closest to you that don't understand or can't fathom how you can do it and so they're projecting that on you and making you feel bad i can only imagine how difficult that is because like we've said we have been really really lucky in the fact that our families have supported it and have seen it as a real serious thing um and i can't imagine yeah. living in an environment where that's not a thing i guess that's my advice for those people would be to go online and find your tribe <laughs> because there are writing communities people out there who will be maybe in your area even then you, yeah, even and know. you don't even know exactly yeah, like me and charlene didn't know each other from no, the beginning um it just happened to be like family a mutual family friend who yeah. put, who got us into contact and yeah. then six seven years later and we met our other friend online tash yes exactly tash online yeah so you you in fact quite a lot of my friends i met from online yeah Um, so there it is shana hit the nail on the head find your tribe so if everybody around you at the moment cannot see that vision yeah and you know what people often don't see your vision because you know especially as writers we've got too much in our head for anyone (laughs) yeah that's true but um Often, yeah, people don't see your vision, so you have to put the right people around yourself. When you really yeah. want something, sometimes you have to go out of your way to say, I'm going to create the circle that I yes. need to get me through. And that can be really scary and mm. embarrassing and difficult. But you know what? The person that you're connecting with is probably terrified and embarrassed yeah. and worried. True, yeah. So someone has to make the first move. They do. Someone has yeah. to be the one to be like, cool. So, what are you working on? <laughs> something that I'm trying to get better at, but you're amazing at, is talking about my writing. Because think about it, if you'd like at work, if I don't speak about my writing yeah. openly and honestly, I won't be able to meet other people who are writers yeah. because yeah. if you don't say that you're a writer, they're not going to say yeah. that they're a writer and then none of you know that you're sitting 100%. right next to each other and you could have been friends. Yeah, and I mean, the thing is, I think, see, I like talking about it just because I love the world of yes. writing. Like, I love everything about it. I, I just think it's one of the best things you can do in your life and it's such an interesting industry community Mm. and so i genuinely just get excited about talking about it and i've stopped myself from feeling embarrassed about talking about it and i have had periods of time where i'm a bit like oh it's a bit nerdy (laughs) yeah but actually what i've realized is the majority of bloody people i speak to are like a book and yeah. they, they, they never will and they yeah, don't yeah. but so many people want to yeah, and so when you talk to them they're yeah. actually enjoy- I can't tell you the amount of conversations I've had with people about writing that don't want to write a book but they're so enamoured by the yes. idea and they're yeah. just like asking me all these questions and so this and so that yeah. and I'm like do you want to write and they're like no this is just <laughs> interesting, interesting yeah. and I'll say or I'll say to people oh you're going to have to stop me from talking because I'll talk about this all day and the person's like no I'm actually really interested <laughs> so I think sometimes we belittle the interest that we carry within yeah. ourselves and, and what you got to remember because writing is such a thing that not everyone does yeah you're like a special little... Yeah, like, oh, I know a writer. So (laughs) actually people want to hear what you're saying and people do consume art and Mm. stories. So to talk to someone that produces it... Yeah, Yeah. I was going to say, like, anybody who tries to tell you that um, art or, you know, creativity and writing Mm. specifically is not important, I want to ask them, do you you watch TV? (laughs) Do you watch TV? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah. Did you not think someone wrote that? Yeah, yeah. And isn't it weird, though, because there are so many people that carry this view, but you're right, it's so ingrained in our yeah. everyday life. Yeah. And also, like, 
I was about to say I don't know about you but I do the the facts are if I read a book or I watch a show I cannot tell you the amount of books and shows that have changed my opinion and my mind on oh things. yeah and like or just made me we're shaped by what we consume yeah made me see the world a different way made me see a type of person a different yeah. kind of way made me become more accepting more open how you speak yeah. comes from what you watch oh and gosh, what you read yes yeah. and so it's like how would you get that in it because Obviously, we live in our own little bubbles every day and we yes. go to the same workplace, let's say, or school or whatever it is, and we meet in the same people. Yeah. And some of the, you know, books and, and films and TV shows, they take you outside of your norm yes. and outside of people that you wouldn't You get to travel the world. Yeah, you, you get, get see, to travel yeah. in time. Yeah, you get to see a story from someone really terrible and someone really yeah. great and someone more really great. And, and so you start to, like, really think about the world and how you see yeah. it and, and, and judging people and so I think it's just how can art not be important exactly. art sometimes it's opens up people important. to have the most intense deep scary uncomfortable yes, conversations 100%. it forces people to meet people that don't look like them sound millions, like them not millions lots of um, world leaders and like people who have created like social change so like mm-hmm. Martin Luther King and Malcolm yeah. X and all of them they were also writers and yes. they were storytellers mm-hmm. like even when they were doing their speeches there mm-hmm. were written speeches yeah. there were speeches yeah. that they yeah. practiced Absolutely. and even just the spoken word is yeah. to do with writing and art and obviously yeah. back in the day before people could read or write they yeah. told stories orally yeah. they were speaking their stories so mm-hmm. and I've literally just watched the film about Muhammad Ali yesterday mm-hmm. I've never watched it before and there's a lot that I didn't know about him and he's so amazing as a person and I feel like kind of embarrassed that I didn't know those yeah. things but Don't how did I learn that, those yeah. things through watching a yeah. film how is that Fair. film created from a script writer yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think like, not to mention his book that he wrote himself but yeah <clears throat> yeah I think it's like it is really interesting um because in a nutshell what we're really talking about I would say when we when we think about it is yeah. that you got to believe in you. Yes. And it, it it's so difficult. It is so difficult. And I'm not saying this as if it's just easy because it's yeah, not. It's We've not. all been there where you've challenged. I can't fully doubt myself. Yeah, it's, it's scary. You know, I it's think writers, a lot of us are full of doubt, which is really sad. Look at me. I haven't written a book, book since 2018. We're now at the beginning of 2023. Yeah. And that's not because I can't write one because, as you know, I've written Clearly, eight. Yeah. I've yes. written eight full books. But... I'm still doubting myself. Yes. I'm still like, I can't do this. Do I don't remember yeah. how to do this. What are words again? And so I've just taken out a period of time where I'm just reading. And, yeah. uh, you know, I didn't even tell you this because we, we haven't spoken. We just met two days ago. But I haven't spoken to you since then. Yeah. So what I was going to say is over the weekend, I've just been, I've gone back to what I love, which is a bit of romance and contemporary yeah. romance. And I read a whole book on Saturday. Oh, I got like wow. 60% through one on Sunday, which I'm hoping joking? to finish tonight. Yeah. So you know me. Yes. And so I'm trying to go back to reading some of the stuff I really adore. Yes. Lovely. And so I can put that back in my writing because sometimes yeah. you lose touch of that. Um, so let's add that as the second action mm, point. Go back, remember or reacquaint yes. yourself with why you fell in love with writing in the first 100%. place. What did you, what do you love in reading and watching that yeah. makes you feel like you want to be a storyteller yeah. anyway? Yeah. And write it down. Write it down every bloody yeah. day until you start to remember yeah. that that's all that matters. Yeah. And you know what as well? I think you have to remind yourself that your words could change somebody's life. Like, oh, yes. Literally, you have the power and, and your decision not to write that book could change somebody's life. I remember, and I think I told you this a long time ago, The f- I want to say it's the first book, but it's technically the second book I wrote. The second book I wrote, wrote I wrote on a free website. Mm-hmm. When I say to you guys, it was literally just a teenage romance. Mm-hmm. That's it. Boy cheats on girl. She goes to a party, sees the boy, 
with his girlfriend that he cheated on her with and her best friend's brother steps in and pretends to be her boyfriend yeah. for the night and they obviously fall in love and for me I just thought this is really, really fun, fun yeah. and then I remember I had a girl who messaged me and she said oh um I've read the book and the main character made me stand up to my bullies because oh. there was she had read a scene where she stood up to people she was always kind of passive and then she stood up to people oh, yeah. and she said I stood up to my bullies and they don't bully me anymore and I was thinking I, I sat there and when she wrote it to me I was like what but for her that changed her life because that was the difference between maybe being bullied for the rest of her life in school but she stood up to someone because a character she read stood up to someone and she had said in the message she's so like me so when she stood up to someone i stood up to someone and i'm thinking go where are you getting this from because i'm just writing a little teenage romance over here (laughs) but your words have the power to change someone's life yes and and when you look at that as well and you think about that you think I have to write because yeah. what if I'm the person that changes yeah. someone's life? I might not even know what it is. I could be just writing for fun. But yes. what's my fun could be somebody's, like, could save yeah. somebody. Could be an save it. somebody else. Yeah. yeah, and so it's like words are important and your words do matter. And if you've got a story in you, it's been put there for a reason. And so anybody that tells you not to do it or that you shouldn't do it, you know, I wouldn't even get angry at them. They just don't understand the impact that you have on the yeah. world. They don't understand why you need to tell that story yeah. because they just don't realise. And you know what? Sometimes it takes you doing that thing to make that person a believer, yeah. to change that person. And sometimes, no, they'll stay ignorant and they, they and won't. Fine. But do you know what? Them. That's their worldview. Don't let somebody else's worldview corrupt your worldview. If you originally, this is what you dreamt of and this is what you think about and what you breathe and what you love... To have somebody take it away, it's like somebody just putting their hand over your mouth and nose and you're mm. struggling for breath. Like, you'd fight. Yeah. You'd fight to get that hand I off so that. you could catch your breath. Yeah. So why would we, if our art is kind of what we breathe mm. and we sleep and it's kept to us so emotionally, why would we allow somebody to suffocate it? Yes. And we, you have to fight. And we don't know how it might go in the end, but gosh, you've got to fight. You can't yeah. live with a what if. I think living with a what if is so much worse than trying. Yeah, I would rather try and fail. Yeah. And 100%. well, one failure is only when you quit. <laughs> Technically, Love it's not failure one. until you mm-hmm. quit. But yes, mm-hmm. I'd rather try and fail and try and fail and try and yep. fail. And yep. even have like my family members laughing at me every Christmas if they wanted to. Like, mm-hmm. oh, she's published another book that flopped yep. or something like that. I'd rather that and know mm-hmm. that I've stood up for myself yeah. and my dream and tried to do the thing yep. I love and enjoyed, hopefully, the process of doing those things mm-hmm. than be like at my on my deathbed or whatever when I'm an old woman mm. hopefully <laughs> and, yep, be, and be like and be like ah oh, but what if I'd written that book what yeah, if I hadn't to live given with the up regrets, exactly and even you. worse to know that it was somebody else who yeah. made you stop that's just oh, ah, and you know what as well it's that thing of like you said keep trying and failing trying and failing yeah you can try and fail with eight books we were discussing this before we even came on the podcast with eight books and book number nine could take off and then book number nine could make books one to eight blow up because it took off and and so it's just not a thing to give up on you've got to keep going and if you love it you keep going you keep fighting it's like if you're in a relationship and you know it's worth it but things are tough at the moment Mm. you don't just walk out yes i mean some people do but 
Obviously, <laughs> it's it's nuanced some some different situations, but yes. Yeah, no, but when it's one healthy relationship, but you're going through a tough time. Yeah, you have one fight and then you're like, oh, actually, we should break yeah, up now. Like, what? I'm off, like, I'm packing my bags. Um, <laughs> you, you know, you, you fight for it because it's important and yeah. it could flourish to be something amazing and beautiful. Yeah. And that's what, how you have to see your art. That's how you have to see your writing. It, what if? What if it could be amazing? Yeah. What if it could be great? You can't allow somebody else's words to or opinions to take that away from you because yeah. I think living with the regret is so much more painful than facing the fear. Yeah, I it, agree. It's, it's, it, I would be terrified to know that I gave up on something that I dreamt of and loved because of someone else's words and, like you say, be on your deathbed and look back and think, gosh, I wish I just did it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's probably the saddest thing that there yeah, is. Yeah, it's the most heartbreaking thing. To have what it is. Yeah. yeah. And so I think it's that thing of, I'm not saying it's easy because, gosh, it's not it's when not. you've got a lot of people around you yeah, and you've and, got maybe the role say, like, models showing you. I was going to say, like, if, you're, if yeah. you're a young person and mm-hmm. say your whole family, like your older relatives and your, your parents or your carers or whoever mm-hmm. are saying that to you, it would be devastating. And Absolutely. my advice to that person would be to maybe do it in secret. Yeah. Was, <laughs> you can write in secret. It's so crazy, but I was... <laughs> literally about to say that after you finish because the amount of people that just wrote secretly and nobody knew because sometimes the pressure's gone when nobody knows you're doing Mm -hmm. something you can just do it and then when you're ready to share it and I think that's the beauty about writing is that nobody really has to know exactly I mean you you, you, you can I remember okay this is not for the kids in the room, but Fifty Shades of Grey. She, <laughs> she wrote that back in the day when you had like a little Blackberry. It's the type of phone, guys, for those that don't know what it is. But she wrote that on her phone. Wow. Um, I think on her commute to work. So right. nobody would have known what she was doing. Yeah. But she wrote this whole book. And whether you love it, you hate it, you think it's great. Yeah, it's that's not. not that's not the point. The point is she committed and she did something and maybe people in her life didn't know she was doing yeah. it. But she did it, and so I'm, it, what Sean is saying about sometimes you've you got to do it in secret and do it yourself. Yeah. It's not like it's a bad thing to do. Oh, no. It's not, do you know, we're not telling you to go and yeah. <laughs> meet up with some guy or something or some girl or whatever. Yeah. Secret. We, this is a healthy, this is a healthy um, secret. secret. Yeah. Um, you know, but sometimes you need to keep it to yourself. You need It needs to be treasured and it's it needs kind of, to be as yours. I was saying, sometimes it's more precious when it's just for yourself. Yeah, like, 100%. we sometimes don't tell each other what story we're working yeah, on. Yeah, because it's you kind just of need like that more nice to have yeah, it. Yeah, you need that private time where it's just yours. And then when you're older, hopefully you can make your own choices and yeah. therefore you know pursue yeah. whatever the hell you want without and have a catalogue of stories exactly then, because you've kept it up yeah, all that time 100 yeah. i remember even um there's an author called amanda hocking um oh, yeah, yeah this is going back a bit of time and she had written about 17 stories because she just wouldn't wow. stop she just <laughs> loved writing mm. and so she kept writing and she worked in a care home but she kept writing and she kept writing and she kept going to traditional publishers and agents and getting no's and no's and you know she did get to obviously a point where you get a bit deflated of but course, she yeah. just wouldn't give up because she loved it and so she ended up self-publishing the 17 novels and just thinking oh try it because she'd read an article and she made like a million dollars in a year wow from her books but that's only because she never gave up even though she had people telling her no Mm -hmm. she told herself yes and it's so important to give that is the hashtag hashtag tell yourself yes (laughs) (laughs) but it's true isn't it that that yes from you because even if everybody around you says to you your writing's amazing and you should do it and it's incredible if you're you don't give yourself that yes you still won't do it of course it doesn't matter how great people tell you you are or how much they're like, don't do it. The yes has to come from you. Yeah. You have to give yourself the permission to believe in this dream, to work on this dream, to stay disciplined on this dream. It 
can't come from anybody exactly. else. Exactly. It's like, nice to have the support, but it's got to come from you. Yes, 100%. Because yeah. think about it. Like, say you were somebody who had everybody believed in you, but then you didn't believe in yourself, you still mm. wouldn't succeed. No, you wouldn't. So it doesn't you would be matter. in the exact same exactly. place as the person that's exactly. listening to everyone telling yeah. you you can't 100%. do this. So it doesn't actually yeah. matter what, what the no, people not. around you say. It just matters what you truly believe. 100%. And I think it comes back to again, like we said, like reminding yourself again and again what mm. you do believe and paying attention mm. to the dialogue that you have going yeah. on in your brain. Do you have thoughts in your mind that are constantly telling you no, that are constantly yeah. saying that this isn't possible or it's not, yeah. it's, it's, it's unworthy what you're doing yeah. because then you need to actively rewrite that narrative. Yeah. And I would say that uh, some homework would be to go away and listen to a lot of author interviews. You're literally just pinching things out of my head Sorry. Right <laughs> literally about to leave to be fair you would say that usually yes so do you want to give them recommendations of where to look to hear i mean i i honestly always look on youtube so i always start with youtube just because i like the visual i like yeah i think that resonates yeah i absolutely love watching author interviews because i was gonna say surround yourself with positivity yeah so surround yourself with content that support the dream that you have so even if you've got naysayers all around you what you're feeding yourself is positivity so yeah i mainly look on youtube sometimes i'll read written ones so i will look up authors and i will just write into google this author's name and the interview and just i'll read and i will watch and i will consume and i will listen to podcasts 88 cups of tea is a great podcast that has incredible author interviews i think yeah. that does really well and is it sarah any first drafts i really like that one okay. as well they have some really good um author interviews yeah. and I, i've listened to a lot on there and i love the style um with 88 cups of tea it's ying chang ying chang yeah ying yeah. chang she has um such a beautiful style and, and a beautiful aura about a lot yeah. of positivity um that just really makes you want to listen to the episode so i think yeah really just consuming yourself and with those positivity and with yeah. the possibilities because yeah. listening to other authors and their journey you will hear them say you know nobody believed in me or i had to do this in mm. secret or i had to give this up for a period of time or you know i didn't think i could do it or yeah. whatever it is and and it's so nice to hear somebody who's successful tell you that they did exactly what you did exactly they struggled yeah. in the same way yeah. you did or sometimes they have it worse than the way you did and you're thinking oh, yeah oh, i was gonna on. say like the most obvious person is um jk rowling who was on yeah. the edge of homelessness absolutely and, and depression to, yeah exactly yeah, fled with her child on her own from another yeah, country so 100 and i mean you look at that and even like she talks about her depression and that's where the dementors come from exactly because, so imagine and how incredible that. is that yeah using even that pain and that tough time to turn it into something incredible yeah and i think that is the beauty of art yeah we can, exactly we yeah. can take what can be tough and turn it into something really beautiful and something that becomes a support system for other people yeah. um art does way more than yeah, some people gosh. will ever ever realize i yeah. mean even more than we realize yeah, it's incredible like but a yeah. lot of our world is built on the foundations yeah. of artists and dreamers and yeah. people who just thought of something in their head yeah. and made it a reality yeah. like how amazing is that that's literally yeah. that's creation yeah like that's reproducing yeah <laughs> it's like 100%. it's amazing like i remember it's, um, it's fantastic i heard tommy idm say this and obviously this show's not about politics so i don't really deal with politics we're not talking about no, that no. but i'm just using a quote from an author and i remember obviously she wasn't specifically very happy about trump becoming yeah. president mm-hmm. um and she likened it to um she was talking about when she was saying when you had people that grew up in the harry potter 
like generation yeah. and they saw Voldemort, mm. they they instinctively were taught what somebody in power that shouldn't be in power looks like. Right. And so she was talking about those people tended not to vote for certain people at the time oh, of the election okay. because it, without anyone having to tell you these are the reasons why it was instilled because they were shown it and I yes. thought that's really incredible and point politics aside because we don't even live in America so yeah not interested <laughs> in any of that um but putting you know when you look at it like that what art can show you is sometimes what a potentially dangerous leader can yeah, look that's like true. or what a dangerous relationship yeah. can look like I know that I've consumed art and stories and things that have shown me red flags in relationships that I've then looked out for in real life and yeah. thought, oh, oh, I saw this in that show and this way yeah. a bit, but no, we're going to stop here, darling, because yeah. we're not going to do that today. And it does, it, you, those little triggers come in your head and you think, hmm, yeah, I remember this No, happened, I, or, I totally agree with that. It, it does sit and with you I've, you I've read remember. a lot of um, books that, that um, have characters who struggle with their mental health and mental mm. illness and things, and that's helped me with my journey with that, yeah. but also family members who have struggled. I, I've now have like an awareness of certain things like like taking medication and that and how it can affect somebody because I've seen yeah. it play out in a narrative yeah. and I wouldn't have had that otherwise because yeah. it's not in my own yeah. world like we said yeah. but instead we get to experience other worlds yeah. by, by reading those stories yeah. and it shapes how we think and what we know and what we our education our self education so it, it's, oh, it's just so it's amazing so powerful. I mean I haven't <laughs> watched loads of this but I've watched some of the episodes of Euphoria I don't know if you have oh I want to watch that yeah her acting in that is, is out of this world wow. but when you look at somebody who would be having issues with addiction yeah. in the same way that her character Rue is, yeah. um, oh my gosh, I can only imagine how powerful it is that they're able to see yeah. somebody. It's just raw. It's so raw and it's so real. And seeing that and seeing sometimes seeing yourself in an outer body and thinking is that how I look yes. could even save somebody's yeah. life and I think that you're right people sometimes don't understand the power of art yeah. it is so powerful and I think just from that perspective knowing how powerful it is how could you not want to do yeah. it how could you how could you shy away from it regardless yeah. of what people say because the people that do say that I think are the people that don't understand the power of art and yes when they're saying those things to you and judging you based on their limited belief, they don't realise, like, the effect that that could have for somebody else. They could literally be stopping somebody else from getting their breakthrough yeah. because they've stopped somebody else from doing what they're meant to do. Yeah. And that's quite scary. Yeah, I like that, what they're meant to do. That, yeah. That's really sad. If that's yeah. literally, like... Not everyone believes in these things, but, like, yeah. that, if that's your calling, your purpose, yeah. you're putting yeah. this earth for that. Mm-hmm. Imagine if someone took that away from you. That's... It oh, is too devastating That's to unforgivable. It is, that's and I couldn't imagine it. And, and it's... I've got to... I think I'm really grateful. I've got to a place in my life where I don't think it would matter what anybody said I would still yeah. pursue writing. You're stronger than me, and that's why I'm so grateful that I have you in my life. So thank Aww. you. <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah, like I say, I've got a great family and stuff, but they come from a supportive family member kind of thing. Yeah, rather so than different to having an understanding of the journey, which yeah, is what yeah, we yeah, have. Yeah. So I think it's really imperative that you have... Um, writer friends yes i, I, I think that like you say again i have an incredible support system for my writing of my family taking it really seriously and supporting it and that I, it's just amazing yeah. I, you know i couldn't do it without that um however my family can only understand up to a certain yes, point and course. having that support system of writers who get 
what it means when you're staring at a window but you're really not <laughs> yeah. working on a book or they get what it means to be stressed over a, a plot hole that's just not playing yeah. enough. They just get it. They get what it means when, I don't know, one agent replies to your query letter and how yes. incredible that what is. What I've just thought is it, it kind it's kind of like speaking to somebody who doesn't speak your language. Ooh, I You see what that. I mean? So yeah, it's like... you can kind of communicate. Exactly, but, but yeah, having oh, the exact good, same dialogue yeah, yeah, and the dialect yeah. is, is different. Yeah, yeah, so... I love that. That's that what you great. need to seek. So yeah. I think that's the majority of what we have to yeah, say. I would, I would say, like yeah. I say, the action points, the, the, the takeaway, the call to actions from this mm-hmm. is to... Find people who are like-minded, who want to be writers yep. or of artists of any kind, yep. who might help you feel less alone. Yeah. Find out what your actual beliefs are around um, mm-hmm. your writing and your dream and rewrite what success looks like for you so that you yep. know what you're even aiming for. Mm-hmm. Authors, listen to authors yes. to get, um, yes. to get surround the inspiration. inspiration. I was going to end on, and it probably comes into the point you said the second one, but giving yourself the yes. It's yes. so important yeah. that no matter how many no's you get, the no cannot be from you. Yes. You cannot be the one that gives yourself the no. The minute you give yourself the no, that's when you're going to give up. Yeah. You have to be the one. You have to do everything that Shana's just talked about in those three points to make sure that you always at least get one yes from yourself. Yeah. Because yeah. that it's that yes from yourself that will stop you from giving up no matter how many no's you get. Agreed. I out. totally agree. And of course, yeah. we're always here for you. So please keep always. coming back to the podcast. Yeah. If you're in a low mood or somebody said something yeah. horrible to you, stick us on. We'll make you feel good again. We, were. we, were <laughs> we got you. Because don't quit your daydream. Don't quit your daydream, guys. <laughs> please, please do not quit your daydream. This is the most important time to yeah. say that. <laughs> Hence why the title is yes. the title. <laughs> but that's great. We'll check back in with you next week, guys. Yeah. Um, thank you for listening. Yeah. Bye. 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 Bye.